Welcome to the Otherwise Podcast, Season 3. I'm your host, Casey Tigret. I'm an author, pastor, and spiritual director. Uh, today's episode is a little different. Actually, it's a lot different. Um, we're kind of in the middle of a period of time where I've got some episodes that are queued up, but they are with guests who have books coming out that aren't coming out for quite a while. And so I wanted to rest on that for a minute. But also, um, I am traveling this week, and so I am in lovely Bloomington Normal, Illinois, uh, teaching a class called Theology of Service and Sabbath for the Master's in Spiritual Formation program at Lincoln Christian Seminary. And so I've been spending some time this weekend with some really beautiful souls who are all trying to figure out how do we rest and how do we work and what is our vocation and what does that look like. And so what I wanted to do was just offer you a, a brief episode uh, as kind of a check-in for today or for whenever you're listening to this, this day or this time period. And so I wanted to offer you three questions, three basically like check-in questions. You go to the doctor, you know, and you get those questions. Uh, Have you been eating well? Have you been sleeping well? All those sorts of things. So I want to offer you some, some spiritual diagnostic questions to somewhat take stock of where you are in your life with God your life with yourself and your life with others. So that's what we're going to do today. Uh, If you're listening on iTunes, thanks for doing that. If you wouldn't mind rating or reviewing the podcast, that'd be great. Spotify, thanks. Streaming on my website, thank you for that as well. So here we go. Um, Question number one is this. What story are you telling yourself today? What story are you telling yourself today? And what I mean by that is, When we look at the things that we've done today, the things that we're planning on doing, the things that we want to do, all of those come from some kind of story, some kind of script. And in my book, As I Recall, I talk about how the experiences we have in life turn into memories, and those memories become stories, the way we see the world, and also scripts, the way we live out the world. And so to get really, really practical with that, everything we do today is a result of a story we're telling ourselves. A story about ourselves, a story about God, and a story about the world. And one way you can see that is, have you had that moment today or maybe the last couple of days where you said, oh, I should have dot, dot, dot. Not in the present, not in the future tense, like, you know, I should go to the bank or it's going to snow. I should go get bread and milk. But in the sense of, oh, I should have done dot, dot, dot. And it might be For something that just happened, it could be for something that happened years ago. I would say this, every should has a story attached to it. Should is often the location of our shame. It's often the location of our regret. Sometimes it's the location of our our spiritual health. And so what's the story you've been telling yourself today? about who you are. And more than that, what's the story you've been telling yourself about who God is and what God thinks of you? Have you taken the time today to think that God actually delights in you? God actually looks at us with joy and delight. And yeah, we do stuff that we shouldn't. That's pretty clear. But what would it mean to say, before God sees my actions, he sees my identity? He sees me as one created in his image. 
the stories we tell ourselves also uh, have to do with what we deserve. Um, we, something may happen to us and we, we might say, well, that's just what happens to me. I'm that kind of person. I'm not surprised. You know, same, same BS, different day, that kind of thing. If you're a follower of Jesus, if you're a human being with a soul, that is such a corrosive place to stand. And so I'd invite you to just think about that. What's the story that I've been telling myself today about myself, about God, about others? Have I been living in such a way that I have shown that I believe other people are out to get me? That other people aren't on my side. And yes, there may be some people who are out to get you. And there may be some people who are not on your side. But not as many. And not everyone. Because that story can lead us to believe that there's not enough love. There's not enough attention. There's not enough space on the planet for all of us. And while that might be factually true, from a perspective of our souls, I don't know that we can live that way. So question one, what's the story you've been telling yourself today? Question two, what story has your body been telling you? I find it fascinating that a lot of times our bodies know what's going on with our souls or our spirits or our minds before the rest of us catches up. So if you've been carrying this knot in your stomach for the last week, if you've been carrying an ache or a pain in your shoulders and you know you, you didn't go out and work out really hard or you aren't like me, you're not 42 and go to the golf simulator and not stretch and take a few swings and think everything's going to be fine. There's something that your body is trying to tell you. Our body will tell us, our, our bodies will tell us all kinds of different stories, give us all kinds of information. Uh, Padre Gotuma, the Irish poet, an activist says that shame begins in the body. So a lot of times our physical feelings will actually tell us some of the emotions that we've got running around or some of the themes that we're actually living by. Shame, isolation, stress. It might be joy. Like if your body feels light, energetic, like you got out of bed this morning with very little uh, resistance. What is the story that that's telling you? today. Focusing on what our bodies are telling us can actually help us dig into some conversations that God might be inviting us to have with him, about him, for him. So think about your body today. Where do you feel stress? Where do you feel tightness or tension? Where do you feel tired? Where do you feel a drain of energy? Maybe the story your body's telling you is that you need to get some more sleep. My wife and I, a couple nights ago, we both were just, we were sitting in the living room and, you know, you get your finger hovering above the remote to turn on Netflix and do episode whatever of whatever show. And it's like 8.30 and we looked at each other and just said, I think we just need to go to bed. And there's that moment where you, even you as rational adults who make decisions and pay taxes and raise children go, we can't do that. And underneath that, we're like, because somebody will find out that we went to bed at 830. And, you know, we're like two steps away from getting an ARP card and watching the wheel after dinner. But our bodies were telling us something like you need rest. And so we went to bed at about 830 
and we got somewhere around nine, 10 hours of sleep. Now we have a junior hire, so she sleeps in until she has to get up for school. But all that to say, listen to what your body's telling you. Because I can tell you the next day I got up and I felt a sense of lightness and energy and I was more productive the next day. I was more thoughtful about the things that were going on. At least I think so. Um, I could be wrong about that. Ask people around me. They can tell you. So what is the story your body is telling you today? What are your physical feelings, tensions, joys, lightness, heaviness? What are they telling you? And the third question is kind of a summary of all of the above. What invitations do you sense God giving you today? And by invitations, I mean places where God is beckoning you to come forward with the knowledge that coming forward will be better than staying back. An invitation is only good if you think going would be better than not going. And so when I talk about Jesus's commandments, a lot of times I try to talk about them as invitations, not commandments. We have this word in the Old Testament for the law that's Torah, and we hear law and we think going to court, we think passed by a Senate, we think stuff that will get you into jail. But the word law, Torah, actually means instruction. So it's guidance, and it's guidance pointing towards something better. So when I look at Jesus's commandments, love one another. If you hear it as, a, as just a command or a law, you hear it as love one another or else. So it's an invitation, kind of, but it's more of a do this or be punished. But what if we began to look at those commandments as invitations? Jesus says love one another because human life is better when we learn to love each other. Forgive as you have been forgiven because human life is better when you learn to forgive. Come to me and I'll give you rest because resting in me is better than anything else you might choose for yourself. And so invitations becomes a really important thing. And I've talked about that. This is not the first time we've talked about it on the podcast, but I want to point this question to your day today. What are one or two invitations you sense God giving you today? What are one or two, what are one or two beckonings? invitations, openings that you sense God presenting to you. Maybe God is inviting you to think about something that you haven't thought about. Maybe after multiple recommendations and it popping up on your Facebook feed, there's this book that God seems to be pointing and putting in your path. Maybe there's a person that when you see them at work or at school or in your neighborhood or on the train, you just you've seen them several times and for whatever reason, you notice them out of the mass of humanity. And you, you sense this invitation, this prompting to start a conversation with that person. And if you're an introvert, you're petrified. If you're an extrovert, you probably are holding back. But either way, where is, where is God inviting you to engage with that person? Maybe there's a, a cause. Maybe there's a, a, an injustice going on that you know about that's firing you up inside. How is God inviting you to step into the midst of that? Is it financially? Is it with your time or your energy? Where is God inviting you to 
pray a certain way. Maybe this is a time in your life where God is inviting you to lament, just be sad and angry and broken with him. Not to try and bring about any solution, but just to have somewhere to put all that boiling over stuff that's in your spirit. Maybe God is inviting you to a new spiritual practice, fasting, or maybe a a long retreat, or maybe a, a practice of Sabbath rest on a regular basis. Or maybe it's simpler. Maybe it's inviting you to think one particular thing today. This morning, I had one of those where I was doing a little bit of reading, and the idea came to mind about words and how important words are. And so watching my words... Is God inviting you to watch your words today? Not to control them, but just to pay attention to what are you saying to people and to yourself, and why are you saying them? What is the invitation God's bringing you today? So those three questions, carry those with you into the day that you have ahead of you. What's the story you've been telling yourself about God, self, and others? What story is your body telling you today? Where do you need to listen to what's going on in your physical person? And what invitation might God be extending to you today? Hopefully this is helpful. Hopefully those are going to be some constructive things for you to take with you into this day. Uh, Thanks for listening to this briefer episode. I hope it's helpful. And again, this is uh, always an opportunity. If you know somebody who could use this episode, please feel free to share it. But until next time, be well, live wisely. Peace, friends.